Welcome, natives, to our haunted podcast. We're your hosts, your ghost hosts, Nicole and Bethany. Kindly turn up the volume and drown out all the dead noise in the room. There's no turning back now. episode we're going to be switching gears a little bit because of the spooky season and our episode is going to be totally dedicated to the haunted mansion not only at disney world but around the world so get excited for our spooky episode for halloween that's right we're unearthing the history of the haunted mansion (laughs) so we're going to kick this off with the early history of the haunted mansion Of course, Haunted Mansion is a classic ride, and it has an interesting history, much like the other Disney parks do. So the idea for Haunted Mansion actually precedes uh, Disneyland. They were originally developing a park that was going to be right across from the studio. Okay, like in Anaheim? Yes. So I guess it was going to be a smaller thing. Um, So the first known illustration of that park was in 1951, and it showed Main Street, Green fields, a western village, and a carnival. Hmm. And then the Haunted Mansion was developed for New Orleans Square. Because after okay. that initial, it kind of it continued to evolve. And so it was developed for New Orleans Square by Imagineer Ken Anderson. Based on an idea by Harper Goff. Hmm. So Goff, his original sketch included like a rundown house down this, like, little windy path from that original park. Oh. Yes. Interesting. So it's been around since, like, the very beginning of any idea for any park. Hmm. And this one man was like, ooh, what if we had a spooky corner? Which I really love. Which, I mean, like, when you think of fairs and stuff, there's always, like, a weird haunted one. Yeah. So there's always been, like, a dark ride or a haunted forest or something. So it totally makes sense. Um, So as I said, as it grew... It became part of New Orleans Square, and Ken Anderson, who's the Imagineer who spearheaded it in the beginning, he wanted it to be like an antebellum southern manor Mm. with like weeds and dead trees and boarded up windows, like very creepy looking. Um, But of course, Walt was like, you're not putting a busted (laughs) building in my beautiful, perfect park. Fair. Um, And Walt was inspired by, he went and visited the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, Okay. Which is one of the most famous haunted houses in the world. Oh. I have been there. It's amazing. Really? It's amazing, but it's creepy. Um, basically, just long story short, this woman was in the Winchester family. The Winchester oh, family who made one rifles. With all the weird staircases and stuff? Yes. Okay. And so she basically felt responsible for the spirits of all the dead who were killed by Winchester rifles. Mm-hmm. And so she built, she kept building onto this house to like house their spirits. And she also was afraid of them, though. And so to confuse the spirits, she built, like, staircases to nowhere and, like, doors in the floor. And, I mean, it's legit. If you can imagine an amazing turn-of-the-century mansion, like Downton Abbey, with, like, staircases to nowhere and and 
weird doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what this house is like. And so Walt went there and he was inspired by that. He was like, this place is beautiful and looks amazing, but it's also very weird. So because of that, they kind of tweaked the look and decided to make it, you know, what we see today. It's mm-hmm. like a beautiful stately mansion, but then you get inside and it's, it's haunted and it's creepy. So... Ken Anderson is the one who created the stories. He created, um, some of his ideas were a ghostly sea captain who killed his nosy bride and then hanged himself. Which the the captain with like the noose is one of the paintings. um, Like when you're in the queue. In the beginning. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of those paintings are from original Imagineer ideas. Right. So that was one of them. Uh, He also envisioned a mansion home to an unfortunate family and a ghostly wedding party with well-known Disney villains and spooks. Mm. So Imagineers Raleigh Crump and Yale Gracie were the ones who took his stories and actually started to build them and make them real. A lot of really fun names here. Like, uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure Gracie, Yale Gracie, like that has to be the Master Gracie. That like oh, the house is based on yeah. with like the, you see the tombstone uh-huh. for Master Gracie, mm-hmm. which I know they do that a lot. A lot of the names on stuff in Disney is their Imagineer names. Mm-hmm. In oh, another fun little story that I read is that while they were building all the animatronics, that the janitorial staff was like, "Y'all gotta like get some lights up in here or something." <laughs> it was scaring the janitorial oh my staff, gosh. and they said that like one day, one morning, they came in. And there was, like, like all the animatronics were moving. And there was just a broom in the floor. Because, like, they, I guess they hadn't oh, been turned off or something. And so, like, I guess a janitor came in and just, yeah, like, was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> like, little, like, Matilda was just trying to get her around. I was like, no. I know, right? She was like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> so, in 1961, the first advertisement for the Haunted Mansion was seen. Hmm. And it was advertised to open in 1963. It didn't open until 1969. So they first thought of it in 51. Mm -hmm. They advertised it in 61. It was supposed to open in 63. Didn't open until 69. So, like, that's quite a trick. So part of the reason why it didn't, it got delayed so long is because Disney was super involved in the 1964-65 World's Fair. Right. Which I think is where Small World debuted. Uh-huh. Or maybe... Or Carousel of Progress. Yeah, or, or maybe the, a... the Lincoln one, maybe, too. Yeah. Either way, they were super involved in that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all their energy was going to that. And then, of course, Walt died. And then Walt died in 1966. And they really overhauled the design of the whole ride after he died. I don't think it had anything to do with his death, but that was just noted that, like, after he died, yeah. they sort of looked at everything and re- retooled it all. So, one of the reasons why they retooled it is because, like, it seems like sort of every person who got their hands on Haunted Mansion kind of had a different vision for Mm -hmm. it. And it had evolved into, there was this one particular Imagineer, I did not note his name, but he did a lot of designs that were, like, moving away from Haunted Mansion and more into, like, sci-fi. Like, he Mm -hmm. had um, candlemen, talking chairs, man-eating plants, tiki-like busts. Living gypsy wagons and a mirror with a face. This was the weirdness that was happening. And now this is land. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah. So. But I'm sure, I mean, the same time, though, world's opening. Not till 71. Oh, but if it's around the time of his death. That's true. I mean, he, they were developing it. 
Maybe they got some, like, I don't know, new ideas. For, I mean, it's just I can see why they're building this brand new shiny park and then maybe we should, like, yeah, look know, into ours right now. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because if Haunted Mansion opened in 69 and then Disney World opened at 71, they would have had to have been developing yeah. Disney World and Disneyland Haunted Mansion almost at the same time. Uh-huh. I've never thought of that. That's pretty cool. That makes mm. Disney World uh, Haunted Mansion seem more legit. But. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> So all of this, like, strange stuff was being developed before Walt died. And it gave Walt this idea to create an adjacent restaurant called the Museum of the Weird. Hmm. And it was going to kind of be, like, one of those, like, medical museums oh that you gosh, see with, like, no. specimens and stuff. And it was also going to have, like... But um, you eat there? No. <laughs> well, it was... Absolutely not. It seems like it was going to be more, like, uh, like, sh- like have, like, illusions. Like, popular, uh, like, supernatural illusions. Like, the kind uh, of stuff that, like, okay. people used to do in, like, parlor seances and all yeah. that. So he wanted to do that because they had... They have the... Uh, was it the Blue Bayou that's right next to Pirates? Yes. So he wanted it to be the same thing. Kind of, like, a restaurant and an attraction right. that are both kind of themed the same. Well, after he died and they retooled the ride, they were like, ain't nobody got time for this weird restaurant. <laughs> so that never happened, which I'm mm. like, hmm, I'd be interested to know what that would have been like. So Was at it like a gift shop now? Probably. <laughs> Memento Mori! <laughs> um, so this time, leadership changed again to Mark Davis and Claude Coates. Now, these two disagreed on whether the ride should be frightening or enjoyable. And ultimately, this led to the perfect mix that we have today. So, Imagineer, his name is X Atencio, short for Xavier. I was like, X. I was like, there's a dude in the 60s named X. That's not right. So, I looked him up. Xavier. Okay. And he combined their ideas to create a ride that transitions from dark foreboding Mm. to spirited entertainment. Okay. Which is exactly what we have now. Right. And he is also one, the one that wrote the lyrics to Grim Green Ghost. Oh. So it is really interesting to see how, like, everybody's fingerprints, like, pushed it along and pushed it along. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the man at the end w- is really responsible for, like, honing it, it all in and, like, being objective and saying, this is what we need. Yeah. And that's why the ride is so great today still. Mm. So, after the cast previews and a soft opening, the attraction was open to all guests for the first time on August 12th, 1969, and it was an immediate success. We have 999 happy haunts here, but there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? Hmm? All right, we have four haunted mansions though in the world oh. so disneyland's and then ours at the world and then disneyland paris has one and disneyland tokyo tokyo disney i don't know what we call that hong kong disneyland i apologize it is the one in china not <laughs> okay. not japan and i think which i'll get into that in like two seconds okay. it's basically like a culture thing so backtrack a little bit to um disneyland paris and i didn't want to watch any of them on youtube because i still have like a dream in the back of my head that i can get to paris like that's an attainable dream it is i'm not gonna sit on a plane for china or tokyo i'm sorry i just have a weak tailbone also if you're in china or tokyo please don't freaking yeah, go to right? disney there are other things yes please don't do that <laughs> like, dear lord only but... if you're there for like a month yeah like if you're a study abroader 
please. Yeah. If you're in Tokyo for means, a week, don't go to Disney. Yeah. If you're getting all the way there, like, maybe do some culture things and finish <laughs> it off. Because they do have some really good snacks, according to the Instagram. But anywho, I digress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Paris seems attainable. So... Um, I don't, anyway, where I was going with that, I was going to watch on YouTube and then like kind of discuss it, but I don't want to ruin it for myself. So if you're into that, they're all on YouTube, like Mm -hmm. everything is. So theirs is actually called Phantom Manor, which to me is also like super, super cool because I was one of those like super cool kids, not cool at all, in middle school who was like into Phantom of the Opera. So it is somewhat inspired by that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which, I guess, like, the writer and, you know, he's European. So, um, it was, like, a natural fit. And Phantom Manor is, like, the darker one. It's actually scary, supposedly. Oh. Like, they did not hold back to do, like, a nice little marriage, as you said, um, with, like, you know, happy at the end. You know, like, when you go in uh, Disney World, it is a little creepy. And then we're, like, singing mm-hmm. in the graveyard. None of that. So, um... Theirs is also different because they have a whole different soundtrack. So I guess it's like spookier. I wonder oh. if they have like the narrator guy or it's like, oh, French mom. Or, I don't know. I don't like know. it just yeah. sounds super cool. <laughs> um, so the influences on there are fans of the opera. And then also, which I don't know if you had to like read this in high school. And I loved Great Expectations. So that Charles Dickens book, which like it's been a while. It's like about Pip. I think it, that was his name. I don't think I had to read any Charles Dickens in oh, high school. Really? Oh my god, my teachers loved him. Oh, but I, I mean, he wrote uh, he wrote Christmas Carol, right? Oh yeah, and that's very spooky. Oh yeah, that's a very so, thin book, though. Great expectations, like that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like making fingers for it's like it's an inch thick. It's is, a book. There's spooky stuff in Great Expectations. Well, and that's the character I remember her, Miss Havisham. So, and actually, I do remember. It's like the boy's name is Pip, and he meets this girl, and he really wants to marry her, of course. And I think it's like Miss Havisham has her under her protection, like she's a niece or something. Okay. So he's got to, like, suck up to her. This could be totally wrong, but I remember the girl in Miss Havisham is, like, literally, like, basically, like, a widow, but she's super rich. She lives in this gorgeous, like, house. Okay. But I almost wonder if that's part of the, like, creepy bride thing that, like, murders her husband's. Oh. And so I wonder if that has some, that does not happen in Great Expectations, but she's just like this old creepy woman who like wears a wedding dress because she's so sad. She doesn't have a man. So I wonder if that's got some vibes in it. So somebody saw that and took it to like the dark degree because the French are really good at at horror. They're really, really good at Mm -hmm. it. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, those are the influences, which it all sounds right up my alley. I really want to go on this right now. And they're um, building the exterior of Haunted Mansion or whatever the Phantom Manor is off the Victorian Second Empire style. So the engineer, Imagineer for that house was Mark Davis. And he did not like... The nasty, decrepit look. And they went fancy, upscale. Oh, wait. Just kidding. It is decrepit. Yes, because he was It is decrepit. He's one of the originals. (laughs) Right. And then he also was, I guess he was the one of the two Imagineers that differed. He's the one that wanted it to be creepier. Yes. And the other Imagineer wanted it to be more family friendly. And so that makes sense that he was in charge of this yes. one. So this spookier. is the one yeah. that won't, if you saw it, he probably would not like, it is spooky. It is a dark ride, not literally inside. 
and in theming. So that is the route they went with that, which is completely different from the one um, in China because it is like the pretty shined up version of mm. all of them. So I guess because of like Chinese culture, we they just have differences and how they see like death and spirits and all that. So they don't want to offend right. anyone. Right. So yeah. the whole tone of that is very Disney. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures and yeah, isn't it like almost black? It kind of reminds me of that Salem house. Um, it, uh, the Phantom Manor is like, yeah, it does look like a Salem house. Yeah. It totally does. And or like wow. the screaming shack, kind of Harry Potter, which not right. Fandom, but you know, um, but then if you look up the um, one in Shanghai, that is after the Bradbury Mansion, which I wonder if that's like Ray Bradbury. I didn't look that up. I don't know, but I can tell you that the porch on this Mystic Manor one looks like the house from Insidious. Oh. So I wonder if it's the same house. Interesting. That would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mystic Manor is then, again, like, it's the pretty shiny one. To me, it almost looks like a little candy because it's, like, got pretty colors. Yeah, but it's, it's still very bright. Muted, like, or even, like, a house in Savannah. It's, like, very mm-hmm. old kind of Victorian. But it's nice. A lot of like, shapes. I'd live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then, um, because of the themes are different, it has more things like Medusa, the portraiture, which is in ours also. Um, and then other attractions, like there's a tiki room kind of theme. Like you were even talking about the tiki things. I guess that made it into this ride. Okay. okay. Um, so there's like a tribal arts room. So it has like references of the Disney characters, Disney things that we love in this ride, but it just has like a haunted mansion kind of spooky feel, but it's not scary. You know, it's kind of interesting how, like, I appreciate this more now because it does seem like all of them are true to like some piece of the history of haunted mansion. That's very cool. Like, like, everybody got their way in the end. Right. Like, America, <laughs> we're happy with both, but I'm glad, like, France went the whole spooky route, and then China's, like, happy, fun, but it's also still Haunted Mansion, so. Yeah. Cool. Those are the international love, love. ones. So, let's talk about our personal experiences with Haunted Mansion, shall we? So, I remember the first time ever went on. That's one of the few memories of, like, my first trip ever to Disney. I remember the teacups my mom getting sick on. Star Tours my mom getting sick on. And Haunted Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) When did they update it to, like, when the creepy bride lady got in? Because I feel like that was more recent, right? So, I was reading a little bit about it. And it said that 2011 is when they added the whole queue outside. Uh, Really? So, I think that... (gasps) The bride stuff either happened then or not long before then. I kind of think it all happened at the same time. Interesting. Oh, like they did, they closed and did all all of it. Yeah, and just did it all at the same time. If it wasn't at the same time, it was the same era. Like it all happened within the same few years. Hmm. Uh, Because we moved back here, we moved here in 2010 and it was still, everything was still the original. It, It had to have happened after 2010. Okay. So that that's all happened in the last decade. That does last make sense. Decade, yeah. Because I don't remember any, like, I feel like I remember when I went in high school, I was like, hmm, when did she pop up? You know. And that was in 2012. I will tell you, too, that it was a solid refurb because, really? I what mean. What else did they add? Well, the Haunted Mansion is obviously it's one of my favorite rides ever. And mm-hmm. so I would be very protective of anything they would change. And I love the new queue. I think it's very, it, it's just, it's like you want to stand in line to see all this stuff. But then 
the, the only thing in the ride that was changed is the whole attic scene was reconfigured. So, uh, where the bride is. Oh, so it used oh. to be just like random stuff up there. And like they had a whole bunch of the black light like pop-up ghosts. Oh, okay. And the bride was up there, but she was just like randomly in a corner. There was no story in oh. the attic. And so now what they did with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Where, where it's a whole, like every scene is like one of her husbands mm-hmm. and like the, the his head goes away. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they like gave the bride a story oh. instead of just like sticking her in the corner and like here's a chest here's a pop-up ghost here's a spider web here's a bride like you really like every scene and like there's a room with a purpose right oh yeah and that was they also at that same time added that scene with the stairs yes right after the bookcases yeah there's the stairs and the yeah and you see here yeah i don't remember what that was but again it just kind of wasn't anything right so but like you said that california house with the stairs mm-hmm. and the spirits, that kind of... Oh, oh, my gosh. You're right, because it's like a bunch of stairs to nowhere. This may be the purest ride at Disney. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I knew I loved it for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. honestly, I don't remember the first time I went on it. I We first came to Disney World, and I think it was 98, and I wrote it then, but I don't have, like, a distinct memory of my first time writing it, I remember Tower of Terror very clearly, but not Haunted <laughs> Mansion. But I do remember everything I just talked about, all that remodel. I remember the first time I wrote it. That's interesting. Okay, without that. that. Okay. And I was all, like, super impressed with it. Hmm. The only, honestly, the only thing I remember is at the end, you know, when it turns to the face of the mirror and mm-hmm. it's like, a spirit will follow, a ghost will go yeah. with you home. And, like, looking at the mirror and I was, like, fascinated how they did that. Like, I knew it wasn't real. And right. I was like... How did my head get, like, it was just the effects. I don't know why I was so interested. <laughs> but the effect of how that happened, I was like, wait, can we go back up? Like, where's the lit? Like, how? <laughs> I don't remember thinking that and, like, fascinated by that. But that's, like, all I remember the whole yeah. thing. Just, like. Well, that's another thing they changed. Because at first, it's, like, it was just a hologram. And there was just, like, a ghost sitting next to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they updated it and, like, they Gave the hitchhiking ghost a facelift, mm-hmm. and then they did all the other stuff. Oh, and they, they like they take like your run heads around. Up. Yeah, they like switch and, your heads. Yeah. And, and I was, again, I was like, "This is cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. It's oh, yeah. like it's a good upgrade." So we just need a photo spot now. Yeah. Like, I just want a little photo with a little ghost in the middle. Like, hey, yeah, like hitchhiking, but. We'll probably have them for every ride eventually. I'm sure. I know. Did you know you could go into Memento Mori, favorite <laughs> store, and get, like, yourself and then take in a photo and you can be, like, ghosted? That sounds bad. But, like, it's a, you know, one of those, like, plastic yeah, lines the... and then you, like, you have a dead head when you move it? I think, yes, I have seen that. That's pretty like, cool. really cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. Of course, you know, one thing we didn't talk about is that Disneyland at Christmas time. Right. They reskin it for uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the one time we went to Disneyland, it was in November, so I got to ride it that way. And it was cool. It was cool. It was fine. But <laughs> um, I'm actually, y'all, going to Disneyland next ah! week. And I get to ride Haunted Mansion in its true form. In its pure form. I mean, I'm going to assume that they don't reskin it before Halloween, right? <laughs> oh, no. Of course not. Yeah, so uh, so stay tuned to our stories. I'll be giving a review. Actually, 
I will be doing that before this episode goes live. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully you've been watching our stories and you saw my report on the Disneyland and Haunted Mansion. And you can save it to our highlights. Yes, I will save it to the highlights for sure. So look for it, people. I can't look wait. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for you. All our ghosts have been dying to meet you. And then next on the agenda, which, oh my god, I cannot wait to talk about this garbage. There's so much to talk is about. Is the movie. Yes. Oh. Yes. So there, there's a movie that exists, and there's one that's that's uh, rumored to be in production. What? Ah, okay, so. That is news to me. But also, like, not even surprised, but can is we, it going to be good? Can we quickly blow through the 2003 version of The Haunted Mansion? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, we know it was, I think I remember seeing that in theaters because that was like the height of Eddie Murphy. Like he was in everything. Everyone just loved him. I think he was coming off of daddy daycare. Like even Shrek had to have been around that time too. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think Shrek was in the I think a little after. Mm -hmm. Cause I think I was in like later elementary school. Cause Mm. I know you want to hear that. Um, But um, I ran some quick numbers, which I, first of all, according to Google, 92% liked this movie. I call big old BS on that. Like, I don't know who. It is 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was okay. about to say. That sounds Rotten legit. Tomatoes I don't know why. They, like, I'm going to give it a thumbs down right now on Google because <laughs> that's a ridiculous number. But supposedly the budget was $90 million U.S. dollar. Okay, that's a hefty budget. That's a lot of money. And they grossed $24 million. Oh. So it really bombed. Oh, no. Yeah, with an average of $7,000 per theater in the United States. That's nothing. I mean, granted, we live in a world with Avengers making that in two seconds. But that's still... They lost a lot of money on that. That's almost like... What is that? John... Not John Wick. Oh, John Carter. John Carter! <laughs> That's one of the like, biggest fails of all time. I know. Of, like, movies of all time. Not just yeah. Disney. But I think that's the least top Disney fail. So. It wasn't good, to say no. the least. And, like, it was, there were definitely, like, fun moments. Yeah. I thought a lot of the effects were pretty good. Mm-hmm. No. I have not seen it in years. Right. So I might Probably watch it now sad. and be like, oh, why did I say that? But I remember uh, remember in particular, like, Madame Leota, like, mm-hmm. her being kind of cool. Oh, and yeah. Like, cast her well. Yeah. And they even brought her then into the ride, and I like her. Yeah, I mean, she's, well, she's always been in the ride. Oh, she has? Yeah. I swear that was not there when oh, I was yeah. little. I guess you're right. Yeah. So, okay. She that makes sense then. It would be after. <laughs> um, wait, even after the refurb? Yeah. Oh, dang. All right, well, then I guess that inspired the movie, because that was coming off the hails, I'm sure, of Pirates. Oh, yes. And they were like, oh, let's just get let's this sweet money. Mm-hmm. And then I think they realized, oh, wait, people care yeah. about plots and yeah, important things. Yeah, because honestly, the, like, I thought the look and feel of it, I think, was right. Yeah. I think it was, the story was mm-hmm. the problem, and I think it was too silly. Yeah. You know, I, I, if I just remember correctly, it wasn't, like, scary at all. I mean, it, it was, was Eddie silly. Murphy. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be goofy, yeah. so. I get it, but. This is the ancestral mansion of the Gracie family. It's a real fixer-upper. With a Victorian ballroom secret passageways spacious grounds with room for the whole family 
and a mystery that has cursed the house for over 100 years. But no one told the Evers family. Honey, you know they have uh, dead people in the backyard. Spirits from the grave, come forth. Don't you make no dark spirits come out while I'm sitting there. Wait till I leave before the dark spirits come out. The Haunted Mansion. So, anywho. I'm excited about this new movie. Okay. What you got on Well, this? don't get too excited. Oh, gosh. Um, All right. In 2010 at Comic-Con. Oh. 2010. Oh. So it's been almost 10 years. Oh. Yes. They okay. announced that they were making a new version of Haunted Mansion. Really? And that Guillermo del Toro was going to produce and direct no. it. And everybody lost their minds yeah. because A, Haunted Mansion, B, Guillermo del Toro. If you guys don't know, Guillermo del Toro has a Haunted Mansion room in his house. Mm-hmm. The man loves it. And obviously he's super talented. He's always made great movies. He just won an Academy Award for Best Director. Well, just. Not this February, but the February before yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, so he's got the skills. Also, though, this man's name is attached to a billion things mm. that have never come to pass. Really? Like, he just has more imagination than he has, like, time, you know. Okay. So... It was supposed to be focused on the Hatbox Ghost. Have you heard about the Hatbox Ghost? I have not. Tell me more. So the Hatbox Ghost is one of the characters in the Haunted Mansion. And he was always kind of like fabled because people heard about him, but he wasn't actually on the ride. And everybody was like, did this Hatbox Ghost ever exist? Is it urban legend? And he did exist. He was he was just he looks like one of the haunted mansion ghosts, but he's called the hatbox ghost because he's holding a hat box and his head would disappear from his shoulders and appear oh. in the box. Well, he was at Disneyland for a short time, but they couldn't get the effect to work right, so they took him out. Oh. Now he's back. All oh. this time later, Spoiler. they figured out how to make him work, and now he's at Disneyland. I think he's just at Disneyland. Okay. Um, and he started popping up well about this time. In 2010, mm-hmm. about that time, he started popping up on apparel and stuff. Oh, He's on apparel yeah. at Disney World. A huh. lot of times you'll see Hitchhiking Ghost and then Hatbox Ghost. So that made me super happy at the time because I was like, if they're putting him on apparel, they're this movie money. is happening, yeah. right? But then again, they advertised for the original Haunted Mansion several years before it came You're out. Right? I mean, stuff happens, you know. And so... I think it was in 2013 or 2015, Guillermo said, I have finished the script, I have submitted it to Disney, and they're happy with it. And that was the last anybody ever heard of it. Um, His quote about it was, we are making it scary and fun at the same time, but the scary will be scary. Oh. Which is very encouraging. So, where we are now, I did a little bit of digging and, like, nobody knows if anything's okay. happening. There's just, like, no news at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he would be on board, and I feel like Disney would wait on him. Like, if he needed a couple of years, yeah. I feel like they would wait on him. I just feel like somebody needs to commit to this deal. Right. Somebody needs to make if it happen. If it's written, like, just stick somebody good in there. Yeah, and, and I'm like, again, y'all are making Avengers money. Like, I want you to take a risk. Got some extra dollars. Invest in this. And, you know, they keep 
sending out all these lists of like future Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And there are some definite holes like blank live action movies. Yeah. So maybe there are some ways. Maybe. And I think because of the success of the Pirates franchise, which mm-hmm. is, we're, we're removed from that, but they're about to release the Jungle Cruise ride. Right. And because Guillermo just won an Academy Award, I feel like we are now poised for this to actually happen. I feel like this could actually happen. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I know you're probably not going to like this, but what I'm imagining is the perfect movie is like Stranger Things campy vibe. Like, you know, like a throwback haunted, you know what I mean? Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's cheesy, but it, like, it's with purpose. So it makes it good, kind of, you well, know? you know, there are a couple of things in line with that that I think could work. Like, also, Guillermo del Toro just produced Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So that's one that's based on all the kids' books, Scary oh, Stories Oh, it's to Tell just, it literally just came and out, so, right? Yeah, it just okay. came out, okay. like... I've seen the, the trailer for So it. it was kind of like in that same, like for that same audience, yeah. like it's scary, but I think it was PG-13, mm-hmm. like there's nothing, there's no like super gore or anything too rough. So like if you're an adult, you can enjoy it, but you can tell it's not really made for you. You know, I feel yeah. like, so he had success with that sort of, mm-hmm. with that vibe. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like there's like a market for that. That's so I'm exciting. like, Disney, are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? And I don't think he'll direct it, but I think he'll... Yeah. I think he'll produce, produce it, it or something. Sure. Yeah. So. Oh, I have hope. Yeah. We'll see. So hopefully the future of the Haunted Mansion is a film that's actually good. <laughs> I mean, literally anything will be better than that. Yeah. For I sure. I hope. So anyway, thanks guys for joining us on our spooky tour of uh, the Haunted Mansion. And uh, we hope you guys all have a happy Halloween. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Thanks for joining us today, natives. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you would review, rate, and subscribe to our channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Native Pod. Also, check out our website, DisneyNative.com, for the latest blogs, episodes, and more. Death certificate.